0: INTERNATIONAL Hello, and welcome to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Sorois, uh, here uh, on the on the air with uh, Kath Barbadoro. As always, how are you doing, Kath?
1: Hi, Pat. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing excellent. We actually have a, a guest with us here today. We have a friend of the show, longtime collaborator, comedically wise, first time on the mic here with us in studio, the very funny Ella Gale.
2: Hello, guys. What's going Hi, Ella. on? Uh, I love this podcast. I'm so excited to be here.
0: We are excited to have you. That's what's I, I, Since we've been doing it, you've been checking in and being like, hey, I like that episode. I like this one. So it's cool to know that we haven't alienated everybody. So
2: I've listened yeah. to every single episode except your most recent one. So, oh, yeah, man. I'm a.
0: That's what's up. Uh, you're all thanks, caught
2: up? Ella. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ella sent me the one um, that I did about the wine guy, the wine forger.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, uh, She sent me Kurosawa. Sour Grapes,
1: the documentary about him. So
0: That's what so Yeah, I, yeah. I, I Every time I bumped into you You always have some Positive words of encouragement And some great suggestions So we're glad to have you here And do our thing Also it's so tight Because neither of us Had to prepare anything So this was
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah One huge benefit Of yeah, having my a guest Yeah
0: we should have more guests
2: Right
0: <laughs> Just be <laughs> a, Everything's so easy Yeah yeah right So uh Yeah um We know how, how you been doing What's been going on with you
2: Good Just uh Living out in Los Angeles Enjoying the weather Uh yeah. <laughs> In Austin for some shows, yeah. and that's been great. You're
0: at the Velveeta Room this weekend, and that uh, yep. we're doing what's called a retroactive plug. So maybe if anybody out there, <laughs> yes,
2: please come see me. Yeah, hop in Vel- the three weeks del- ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, hop in the Delorean and head out. We <laughs> uh- I mean,
2: hope you have had come to that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so you you dodged the, the earthquakes, right?
2: No, I was there because I flew out super late on Thursday. So yeah, it's the first time I've ever experienced an earthquake, wow. and I was uh, I was playing a video game and then my screen shook a little bit and i was that happens a lot cause yeah. it's a game you know yeah, and yeah. then i was like oh no that's coming from like the physical <laughs> universe did
0: it happen like, like right when you hit some kind of achievement on the games you're like what the fuck did i unlock i
2: did i did die in the game cuz i was obviously like what is happening oh, i mean yeah, i yeah. kind of knew what was happening <laughs> i was like but then i was also like uh my immediate instinct was to get on Twitter, and I nobody had quite tweeted because it was literally in the middle of the earthquake, yeah. and I was like, maybe it's not an earthquake. If it was an earthquake, it would be on Twitter already. <laughs> so what I, what we've learned is that I will die in the big one checking Twitter <laughs> yeah. to see if it's actually oh, for happening. Sure. Well, there
1: a few weeks ago in Queens, like a uh, uh, power station like exploded, and uh, there was like this huge explosion in Long Island City. And it, like, you know, everybody for sure thought it was, like, the end of the world, you yeah. know, something awful was happening. And everybody sort of realized, like, okay, when, if and when the world does end like this, everyone's last words are just going to be tweeting what was that and scrolling <laughs> Twitter and then dying. Because that's what everybody did. There's, like... Okay, Queens is engulfed in blue light now. I guess this is all right. And then, like, thankfully it was. But, you know, that's exactly what will happen at the time it's not all right.
0: Wasn't Queens, like, had a blue light explosion last year, too?
2: Maybe. It seems like it happened so frequently. just explode a lot yeah. <laughs> well I looked it up and uh, you're just supposed to get under a table you don't go outside oh. what's well, the and best so, place to tweet uh, I'm gonna die uh, <laughs> under my collapsed Ikea table <laughs>
0: that I put together <laughs> man I was in one earthquake I, if you remember like in 2011 like early 2011 there was an earthquake on the east coast and I was still living in Hartford Connecticut at the time well outside of Hartford and it was my day off I had just thrown some clothes in the laundry and I was sitting on the toilet and it was a very light, like like a little wobble, like ooh, like about that, like one second. And, I, and I, in my head, I was like, yo, did I put the clothes in unbalanced into the dryer? And I thought that because we lived in an old house. And I was like, damn, that shook the house like that. And then I walked out and my cousin's um, uh, baby mama, for lack of a better term, was like, what the hell? The house just shook. And I was like, yeah, it's my clothes. She's like, no, it's not. And I was like, oh. And I checked the internet and there was an earthquake.
1: Yeah, I, I've be- definitely been in some on the East Coast, but I've never felt them. You know, like, people were like, oh, there's an earthquake, and it's like, I guess I just thought it was a big truck going by or yeah, something. Yeah, that's,
0: well, that's what it felt. It was, like, one second. It was, like, somebody walked up to me. Like, if somebody they're sitting in a chair and somebody came up it, like, hey, just fucking with you for, like, one second. That's what it felt like.
2: This yeah. was pretty undeniable, which is why it was spooky. How long? It was, like, it was just, like, maybe, like, ten seconds, and it was, it was just, like, a rumbling. So it yeah. wasn't like the earth was rolling, but it yeah. was definitely, like, uh, things were going up and down. Man. Right. You knew it wasn't a truck going by or closing Absolutely, it <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, you also don't know if it's going to get any worse. So I think I just looked around me and I was like, well, there's nothing heavy above me. I'm just going to sit on my sofa and yeah. wait, wait for death.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I was thinking like, there's a scene in the movie 300 where they hear the Persians coming and they go, are those earthquakes? And they seem like totally not alarmed. And I was like, oh yeah, before buildings, I guess it didn't really fucking matter, like if the earth was shaking, like you're just like, oh, that the earth shook, uh, my tent, I'll prop it back up. I don't know how those things work. Anyways, well, speaking of things that shake me to my core, uh, <laughs> this upcoming <laughs> scam, Ella, just has, has rocked me. Actually, I'm not sure. You said you switched it up, so I don't know.
2: I did switch it up. Um, so today I'm going to spin you a tale of, uh, of piracy, of treachery, of Icelandic names. Ooh, yes. And it all takes place in space. What? Ooh. I, I, did I not, can't wait.
0: Man, I did not know there was Icelandic people in space in that.
2: Uh, so this is actually, I feel like we're. it's going to be a little different today because everything we're going to talk about, not quite everything, but most of what we're going to talk about happens uh, in the world of a video game.
0: Yo. Okay, man, I'm okay. on board. This sounds so, so tight. So we're
2: talking about EVE Online, which is an MMORPG set in space.
0: I, okay, I think I've heard of this one. Isn't it like, like as as far as massively multiplayer online role playing games? Isn't it like the definition of massive? I don't like, think it's, it's like huge, you, uh, I, I, is there some sort of like, something striking about the size and capacity of that game?
2: Yes, so uh, there's about half a million players currently, but uh, the interesting thing about the game is it's a persistent universe, yeah. so every single player is playing in the same universe. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so it's not what like different they servers. do affects yeah. the universe in real time, and then the universe is persistent, so if you log off the like, Like, space carries on without you. Wow. And it's big. There are over 7,000 star systems you can visit. You can do uh, mining, piracy, manufacturing, trading, exploration, and combat.
0: Jeez. See, because I think video games are for escapism, and I don't like the idea that the world moves on without me when I go to sleep. That bothers me, so I, I would like to. I would like a video <laughs> game to just wait for me when I get off. That's just me. Uh,
2: yeah. So you're harvesting resources. You're using those resources to build objects, like people build spaceships. Yeah. And then um, it has a really uh, a really vibrant in-game economy. Yeah. And uh, Eve Online is actually the first uh, the first video game that has ever hired an economist to run, like, to oversee kind yeah. of, like, the economic side of the game. Oh. So I'm going to read okay, you his so- name, first Icelandic <laughs> Is this going to
0: Alan Greenspan, Boner 69, or something like that?
2: It's Aolfur uh, Gudmundsson, which is nice the work. most economist name ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, have, s- I have a
1: question. Yes. Um, so the eve online
2: economy yes
1: I, i'm assuming there's like an in-game currency yes the in-game will use currency is Can called you buy that currency with real money too or do you is it like a mining thing like how does the how does the eve online economy translate to the the actual money economy
2: so from what i understand uh you can buy things with real world money and then use kind of like convert that real world money to like in-game currency, basically. Got it. Okay. And so... uh one of the things we're gonna talk about is um, there was uh, there was like a, a war that had outside financing. So the war was taking place in this video game, but the financing was like actual <laughs> yeah. money from, uh, oh, from a company. Jeez. Yeah, and okay. so, but, uh, the, but one thing to keep in mind is that you can't take, there are actual kind of dollar values associated with scams in the game, but you can't take your in-game currency and convert it back to dollars. Okay, so
0: once you're in, you're all in. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: maybe, I I know I've been playing a lot of The Elder Scrolls online, and I I think they're like maybe shady ways to like transfer gold back into money, but then that basically makes uh, games like have to follow international banking laws, and none of them want to do it. So,
0: yeah. You know, I've always said international banking laws will kill the party. (laughs) 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 It's never a good time. that
1: makes sense though, because like if you're, if it's, if you can't convert it back then you're just buying points for your game and it's not an actual it doesn't function like an actual currency, interfering with the rest of the world but uh but the fact that like this eve online currency got so big that it functioned like an actual economy is really fascinating
2: yeah and that's true for a lot of mmorpgs like uh for the elder scrolls online i've which I've been playing. I'm like kind of into trading, which is so weird because I'm playing like a like a powerful Nord assassin with yeah. fighting skills, and then I'm just like <laughs> buying and reselling like worms on the open market.
0: <laughs> it's like a, like a, like a <laughs> UFC fighter who got into Bitcoin and just won't shut up about it on Twitter. For
2: <laughs> sure, and it's so weird because it's like it's uh I don't know capitalism is terrible but it's like a satisfying way to kind of like play at a like a job in yeah, like yeah. an online space yeah. yeah
0: I could imagine like socialism wouldn't make a very like good prop up for a fun in game world <laughs> like it's like yeah everyone's kind of getting what they need this is bullshit I don't like this
1: <laughs> well Eve Online right, I if think- everybody was- of the same amount of points. That seems like it's not as fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, capitalism, great for fictional worlds, and I and I'll be the first to say it. My my girlfriend's daughter plays Roblox, and she's like just starting to talk about the game a lot, and the the stuff that she has to do. And it's it's just it's life, and she's like fascinated with the stuff because she doesn't have to do any of this stuff in real life. She's like, I have four jobs and from this job, I get $200 every time she does the job and her monthly bills are $200 and so she knocks it out in one shift, which is fucking great and but yeah she's like sits there like just so excited she's like and then I have to go to work and then I have to paint my house and I have to pay my bills and I was like that's fun now <laughs> Like when that's like an obligation I, t- I guarantee you you will be playing that little game where the prince rolls the ball around and sucks up the universe because you don't want to deal with any of this stuff
2: <laughs> but it is funny it's like um so i think a lot of people who play mmorpgs heavily are like unemployed or underemployed and yeah. it does kind of replicate the same satisfaction of like doing a repetitive task yeah, and then getting yeah. paid for it in a way that's like clear and understandable in a way the real world is not yeah
0: always. that that's that's very true, man. I used to live with a bunch of WoW players, and I was at probably the brokest point in my life. I might have mentioned this on the podcast once, and my roommate, Louie, shout out, uh, he called me, he's like, hey man, cause you call me to show me stuff on the game? Because I, I, I didn't play it, but I thought it was pretty cool. WoW, like, like they had some cool graphics and the battles were fun, so sometimes I just walk in and watch him play. And he's like, hey man, come here, check this out. So I came in, he was riding the dragon. I was like, I've seen you ride the dragon before. He's like, no, no, watch this. He rides it for like five minutes, like this tree fort kind of thing, lands the dragon, hops off, goes to the counter takes a little scrap of paper out, looks at it and types it on the, on the thing. And was like, I just bought 50,000 gold. I was like, okay. He's like, yeah, I was like, what does that mean? He's like, well, I spent this, I spent a hundred dollars on it. And I got to whatever, whatever it was. I was like, you just spent a hundred dollars of real money on fake money. He's like, yeah, I was like, never call me out of my room for that again. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> my shit's in the negative. I do not want to see that. <laughs>
2: um. So Eve online is like notoriously kind of like libertarian. It's where a lot of the like most like, uh Ayn Randy and Wannabes oh, yeah, go. Yeah. Like that's their mm. selected game. And one of the unique things about it is that scamming is completely encouraged by the game itself. Yeah. So like <laughs> there's true no the ethos. and that's not always true. Like in the Elder Scrolls Online if you do a scam, there's like some risk that you might get banned.
3: Oh okay. But in
2: Eve Online uh you can get banned for like threats of violence that we'll see later on in this episode. But you can't get banned for running an in game scam, basically.
0: Okay. All right. So, so, so this sounds like long- our Kind as long as you're fictional.
2: not scamming people out of real, like, demon. As long
1: as you're not committing a crime in the real world, right? You're allowed to commit crimes in this fictional world.
2: Yeah, that's okay. Um, and so I've I've kind of looked up a list of different like in-game video. Uh, video game scams that you can run and a lot of them are like so close to things you've discussed on this yeah. podcast because it's like all you know they're these real in-game economies and so some of them are as basic as like zone chat lottery scams so you're like oh I'm rolling a dice and if you get above mm. a six you double your money yeah yeah and then you do like small bets and then when they're convinced you're like legit they give you a bunch of money and you're just like see ya. oh man <laughs> uh, there's a thing in the Elder Scrolls online where you can like trade somebody for a valuable item but then like at the last minute you take away the item and so you just <laughs> get the gold.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, the, like the classic bait and switch. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've sure. had a guy hop out of my car and run off into an alley, same fucking principle. And I was like, come <laughs> back. <laughs>
2: um, so there's also uh, there was somebody was talking about a scam in a, in a game I'd never heard of but they were basically like, oh, if you came into their room and dropped an item they would make you a copy copy of that item and so that's like a two-man scam where they're like okay i'll do this and then the the scam partner goes in and drops like a rare and valuable item yeah and gets a copy of it and everybody's like oh shit this is legit and so <laughs> people start going into the room and like dropping like maybe yeah. a small item, and then they get a copy of that, and then they drop a valuable item, and like the room closes, and gone. it's like, peace out. It's like a
0: snake oil pitch and the guy on stage. is like, now you, sir, come on up here. I've never met you before in my life, correct? And he's like, correct. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. It is that, but inside uh, a video game. To shout
0: out the Simpsons, it's like, why is his face on the bottle? <laughs> so
2: I, I read about, um, there's like one notorious uh, scammer in Eve Online, and his name is Scooter. Shout out. And this isn't the scam we're going to talk about, but Scooter has a lot of like fun um, fun scams that he talks about. I would about. hope
0: so in a name like Scooter. I hope his crimes aren't deathly serious. <laughs> yeah.
2: So Scooter, his game is that he'll often play as three or four different characters on different <laughs> accounts at the same time. Classic. And so there was this one he was talking about where uh, a common thing is a recruit Oh, well, let me tell you a little bit more about EVE Online's like economy and like social structure. Please do. So okay. players can join um, uh, a corporation So a corporation is like a group of players. It's pretty similar to a guild, if you've ever had a guild. And then um, corporations can band together to form uh, alliances. And then the alliances can engage in, like, interfaction war. And there are some alliances. I think it, like, there's all kinds. There's, like, small guys. There's big guys and uh there is like a an npc police force so depending on like where you are in the universe you might get attacked by like the game itself if you do piracy oh man there's always some. so
1: you won't get banned from the server for doing scam stuff but you might the game might
2: penalize you that way yeah so uh but but this basically promotes like uh, players banding together to engage in all these activities, yeah, yeah, yeah and so um, a common type of scam is a recruitment scam where a corporation or alliance will basically like advertise for new members and then there's a membership fee and you pay the membership mm. fee and mm. then you don't get to join the corporation
0: <laughs> yeah uh, I see some kids who operated a very successful clubhouse in El Paso, Texas that I was barred right. entry from used a very <laughs> similar scam
2: that's amazing yeah, yeah. uh yeah. So, um, so this one guy, uh, Scooter, his tactic was that he would take an application from somebody to join this this corporation or maybe an alliance, and then he would say that they had. Uh, there was something wrong with the way they had filled out this application (laughs) and um, he Mm. would basically say like oh it's a bureaucratic problem and then he would come in on another account playing his own supervisor (laughs) who was like yeah there's like a problem there's no way to resolve this so I think he would have like three people who are all like yeah this is a bureaucratic (laughs) morass
0: you are the bureaucracy man (laughs) and
2: then he comes in as a fourth player who is also him and says like okay look look, I'm like a corrupt official. If you just give me a bribe, then we can like take care of all this paperwork. (laughs) Oh, man. And then, you know, finally he like kind of creates this fictional universe where it all seems legit and there's multiple players. Yeah. And the only way to resolve this bureaucratic morass is to, to... Hand over a little of your uh, ISK, which is the in-game currency. Yeah,
0: what a what a smart move on the on on Scooter's part too. Because if it's a game that's populated heavily by libertarians, and you're just like, "Fucking bureaucracy, man!" Like, oh, tell me about it. Like, just (laughs) what a way to appeal to their sensibilities.
1: And, yeah, uh, they're immediately going to mistrust. Like, of course, there's a bureaucratic problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is what happens. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, my favorite, uh, my favorite scooter scam was something called Space Court. <laughs> <laughs> so, what he did was he went outside the game and he set up a fake courtroom on Teamspeak, which is like a kind of Discord. Yeah. So it's basically a group voice chat platform. And so he... Uh, Was the he idea- playing everybody's
0: voice? <laughs>
2: no, no. He got his other, uh, his other... People in the corporation, his allies, to yeah. play all the different roles of like lawyers and like opposing counsel, oh, and so the idea was that you could sue in space court if you'd been scammed. You could sue to get your your ISK back, yeah. And so you know he's promoting this, and then you sue and you would always lose, and then yeah. you would have to pay court costs. Court
0: court. <laughs> oh, that's that's insane. It's just like shit, like. I, I just th- like the person who who gets scanned by a scooter scam and then goes to a scooter scam court and gets scanned in scooter scam court. I just that guy, man, <laughs> what a day he's
2: having. Praise Scooter. And yeah. so, but here's the thing is like Scooter is spending, he must be spending like hours every day. Yeah. In this fictional universe where people fucking hate him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so the villain where, of the whole
0: yeah, thing. Yeah. He's like the Omar of deep space and like the Omar little deep space. So, like, where does like, So where does Scooter—you said that the money can't be—I guess there are scams that can put the money back in a real-world currency, but— I, I, for the most part Scooter is reaping the benefits of his scams also in game
2: right yes absolutely
0: okay yeah that's I mean well you know what hey it, it, whatever gets you going I mean if that's if that's what you if that's what you're out there getting it for maybe just to throw the ride for him too or that he has all the he's, cool skins he's basically
2: for... like a, a warlord is what he is yeah. he's like an <laughs> eve online warlord yeah, yeah or like an, an eve online like better call Saul like yeah. he's <laughs> like he's getting all the, the like because I feel he's like
0: slipping jimmy of the like an eve universe
2: yeah because like I've watched better call sell and i am a terrible liar and would be really bad at actually doing that but there's part of you that's like that looks fun yeah right?
0: yeah yeah i mean i worked in the sure. pawn shop for years and like you know like yeah, scams you can get a rush
2: <laughs> oh there was um there was yeah, a no. space ponzi really, yeah, people scheme do this
1: for the thrill yeah like, yeah that's why they are half the things we do are things that aren't super lucrative for people and it's just the adrenaline rush of getting one over on somebody, and that seems to be what motivates this
0: guy. Yeah, that's how I justify out-of-town shows with my girlfriend. I'm like, no, the money's not great, but I'm scamming these guys on stage. I got them thinking I'm likable. It's fun.
2: Um, There was a Space Ponzi scheme at one point in EVE Online. (laughs) Like, people just uh, got their friends to recruit their friends. Yeah. The idea, you know, the money always flows upward. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I love how, like, it's almost like... (laughs) Human human corruption is like a fluid, and whenever a, a, a vacuum opens up and it goes to fill the space with less pressure, it's like wherever you open up space, human corruption will fly in there. <laughs> like it just, it will take up that space. It, it's it's I love us.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Um, so, are you guys ready for the big the big scam? Hit us! I,
0: I'm, I'm ready.
2: All right, we're gonna talk about something that happened in Eve Online in uh, 2017. We're gonna talk about Judgment Day. Oh. Uh, so we're about to get real deep into fake space politics. Okay. <laughs> and so please bear with me. I hope this is interesting <laughs> to anybody. Um, so here are some of the players you need to know about. Uh, so there's Circle of Two, who is uh, one of the biggest and most popular alliances in EVE Online. And uh, there's a player affiliated with Circle of Two. He's you know one of their leaders, or like one of the big guys in Circle of Two named The Judge. All right. Okay. So we got another mega alliance of uh, players called the Imperium. Okay. And the Imperium is led by uh, Alex the Mitanni Janturko, who is uh, the head of a corporation called uh, Goon Swarm.
0: Okay.
3: It's either like that. a
2: corporation or an alliance. Look, there's only so much time I can spend into reading <laughs> about fake game <laughs> politics. Uh,
1: it's
2: so, a group of people with a common goal.
0: Yeah. Yes. Goonswarm. I love their mixtapes. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. They make good music.
2: Uh, so the the Imperium used to be called the Clusterfuck Coalition, <laughs> and um, there's they no rules in space. They it's basically so like they started getting really big, and uh, they rebranded as the Imperium, and then they uh, they wound up, swearing uh, loyalty in real life to a like semi religious figure. So, there's this great photo of um, of uh, the Mitanni kissing the ring of the space pope. Wow. Like in wow. a real. S- oh, yeah. and something else you should know about EVE Online is there's something called the Council of Stellar Management. And so, those are it's like 10 or 11 people who are elected by EVE Online players, who then work with the game developers as like a special group. So they basically get flown out to Iceland for free uh, every so often to advocate for, um, to basically like advocate for the player base. Okay, Okay. so they're they're like, yeah,
0: they're like. uh,
1: Hold on though, I need to go back. I need to hear more about the Space Pope. What happened (laughs) with the
2: Space Pope? Um, So part of like, I think, so the clusterfuck coalition was like rebranding as the Imperium, and it seems like basically what they were doing was really like announcing their imperialist intentions to yeah. the universe. So they were getting really okay. big, and they all they like s- kind of swore fealty to this uh, this like vague in-game religion.
1: Wow! Okay, so, yeah, because were okay. gonna be an empire. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, need some organizing principle. All
2: right. So I'll Facebook. send you. I'll send you this picture of. Uh, the Mitanni kissing the ring of the space pulp. Oh, and man. You can maybe tweet that out. Kissing
0: the, the dirty internet hand of some guy. <laughs> like.
2: um, and so uh, what the Imperium did is, what do you do when you become the big man in town? You immediately start running a protection racket.
3: Oh, man. So uh,
2: the Imperium started uh, charging like smaller player groups. Uh, In game money to like protect them against, you know, yeah, yeah, piracy. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, oh, yeah. nice space <laughs> world wormhole <Yeah. laughs> ship you got there. It'd be a shame <laughs> if anything <laughs> happened to it.
0: Oh, man. The human shittiness. It knows no bounds, man. No. We're such a great species.
2: And so uh, shocking when an empire starts taking over everything and acting really shittily. Uh, they tried to raise, they tried to like kickstart like a book describing like the glory of the empire. <laughs> and uh, I think that it's seems like that was like a turning point where people got super angry and they were like yeah wait like this isn't this yeah isn't yeah like, yeah cool. we don't want like an evil basically like an evil religious empire controlling yeah yeah
0: yeah there's, there's um, <laughs> a series of movies about wars in space that, <laughs> that are yeah like, similar to this
2: and also just a series of like history books yeah, about yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happens to the british when they get too big for yeah. their uh, <laughs> bridges. um right
1: perhaps perhaps we've seen that empires don't tend to
2: do great yeah, yeah, over right. the long yeah. term. <laughs> so uh, a different coalition of play- players called the Money Badger Coalition uh, started nice a war... Nice yeah, good right. name. Right. Yeah. right, started a war with the Imperium, and that's the war that was actually bankrolled by an online casino. Wow. Okay, so... Bankrolled
1: by an online casino. What was their interest in this?
2: It seemed like there was some kind of online casino where you could go and basically play the slots with your eve online money but i think it was Ah. also a real world casino this is something i know less about this is basically like the casino war which was like a foundational event in the real scam that we're gonna talk about okay 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 this is amazing yeah right thank you so much for this (laughs) i i'm so fat and it's free it's free to start playing and i'm definitely gonna go home and download Eve online and yeah, at least like right. tool around for a couple of days, maybe Eve run Ol- some like, like really low level lottery scams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Eve online, happen. cut Ella a check and please subscribe to us on Patreon. Cause you owe us. <laughs>
2: um, so, so in March of 2016, in the middle of this casino war, Uh, So uh, Circle of Two at this point was allied with uh, the Imperium. They were basically like a sub-alliance under the Imperium. Okay. And so uh, Circle of Two, uh, so the Imperium forces were uh, trying and failing to save the Circle of Two home system. So uh, Circle of Two basically got really pissed off and announced that it was splitting off from the Imperium. They were no longer going to be allied. Okay. They were going uh, going their own way in the space war.
0: All right, all right.
3: And
2: this was a huge blow to the Imperium because that was like one of their major coalitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, the Imperium slowly started uh, to see its empire just like gradually disintegrate. And uh, they were kind of losing a lot of territory. And uh, the Mitanni, the, the head of the Imperium, he swore revenge on Circle of Two. Oh shit. So, Uh-oh.
0: yeah, you don't want that guy on your He's, ass. He,
2: these nerds are such drama queens. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And, and I think it's also like 96% men in EVE Online.
0: Really? <laughs> all these horrible behaviors are, are being committed by guys? <laughs> yeah.
2: All the people spending 16 hours yeah. a day. Yeah. Doing well, that's contrary for. to
0: my experience with them, but okay.
2: <laughs> uh, So. Now we're gonna arrive at uh, the CSM Eleven Summit. So this is real human beings, really like meeting and interacting with each other in Reykjavik. Okay. Um, these elected officials, and actually the original Reykjavik. Thing, now
0: that's uh, that's a <laughs> fictional world, Adam I. Don't know. <laughs> I know what Reykjavik uh, is.
2: The first scam I was gonna talk about is there's this uh, there's this actual Republican politician who also ran for office in. Uh, in EVE Online Eve on- and was elected to the Council of Stellar Management.
0: Uh, well, you know, somebody needs to be there to represent the conservative ideals of the EVE Online players because you need intellectual diversity on the council. You know, and that's-
2: right. And so sure. he was he like shot this um, this like campaign video actually in Washington, like using all of his like actual political resources. <laughs> but it was for the Council of Stellar Management. And oh, so, so we, so
0: we paid for that. That's tight. That's
2: he <laughs> he. In April of this year, he was accused and uh, briefly banned for using insider information he got from the Reykjavik meetings, where they all have to sign NDAs. Yeah. So basically, like using uh, like protected information to run an insider trading scheme in the universe. Jesus. So that was considered breaking. <laughs> when its NDA. real world
0: corruption isn't enough for you.
2: And. Uh, and this, there's an incredible quote, and I just want to, uh, <laughs> I just want to read you one of my uh, favorite lines. Um, As an attorney and a public figure in the United States, my ethics and re- reputation are regulated by a code of professional responsibility and statutory law, unlike CCP's opaque community team. <laughs>
3: so, <he, laughs> so
2: he was basically like, how I could never. Like break an NDA, I'm a real lawyer. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then these baseless charges have had an immediate and negative impact on not only my in-game reputation but my out-of-game reputation. <laughs> um, but they—they uh, they actually did find no wrongdoing on his part. So he does oh. seem like an asshole, but apparently not. An yeah. insider trader breaking the rules of Eve Online.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. All okay. Right. Yeah. Is it, yeah. Break the real world laws all you want to. When, when you go in game, though, come on, keep it together.
2: Uh, so back to CSM uh, eleven. You know, after the casino wars with this uh, ongoing rivalry between uh, the Imperium and Circle of Two, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in. Uh, we're in Reykjavik, and. Uh, uh, The main guy from Circle of Two, one of the Circle of Two Diplomats, is named uh, the Judge. And the first time he met the two Imperium delegates, um, the main guy who we're going to talk about is uh, Arith. Arith is the main Imperium delegate okay. and uh, the d- classic classic uh, cool video game name. Yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. yes uh, really s- really stellar video game name yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I,
0: I would like to produce on the website just side by sides of like the in-game character avatars and just like the real people
2: oh yeah <laughs> I I would pay like ten bucks for a photo of everybody in my Elder Scrolls online guild. I want to know I've only heard their voices and I just want to know so bad what everybody yeah. looks like. <laughs> um so the but the first time this like first little rumble of discontent was that the uh the judge introduced himself to Aerith as the traitor in Reykjavik. <laughs> and uh so, basically... And, and the court
0: murmured with, like, oh... <laughs> yeah.
2: The Imperium was, like, kind of looking for an inside guy, and they identified the judge as somebody that they could possibly... Flip. Uh, flip to their side. Yeah. And then they have this opportunity, which is pretty rare in video games, where they were literally, like, hangi- hanging out in Reykjavik. I assume they were, like, yeah. going to steam baths and, like, yeah. looking at a troll and whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think they actually were doing a lot of, like, heavy conferences about the game. But... Yeah. Um, so Aerith thinks he maybe is going to be able to uh, flip the judge, you yeah. know, and they're all getting along. So Aerith has an in game, or and probably out of game too, spy network. So, you know. I assume it's all these people creating alternate accounts and like joining rival alliances. Yeah. And then they're all like <laughs> sharing the information that they have with each other.
0: I always like read it somewhere deep down this rabbit hole just two dudes pretending to be lesbians having cyber sex. I don't know why that just seems like that's I mean, happening.
2: It's for sure
1: happening on e- any yeah. online whether related to this. Or not. Yeah, exactly. No question.
2: In uh, in the Elder Scrolls, uh, you'll occasionally see uh, uh, ERPers, which is erotic role players pop in zone <laughs> chat like trying to hire like fake sex workers yeah. like in in game. So I don't know yeah. you, you go back to their like in room little or, little whatever, little cottage like, or whatever cyber sex <laughs> for in game currency. Yeah.
0: Like, oh I'm just um, so horny. It's just me and my stepbrother hanging out anyways. What are you guys doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm sure I'm sure that's absolutely happening yeah. in uh <laughs> Eve Online. Line. So so this uh, so that's CSM 11, and then uh, in the in the weeks leading up to uh, CSM 12, um, you know, Arith is kind of like. Hearing a lot of like rumblings, uh, there's basically like a war brewing right before CSM 12, where yeah. the, it's like apparently it was eerily similar to uh, World War One, okay, where a lot just... of like dif- where a lot of like small skirmishes were triggering mutual defense pacts.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so
2: basically, <laughs> it's like a lead up to base uh, like a huge. Um, a huge yeah, war yeah, in yeah. the EVE on the powder keg is forming. Yeah. And keep in mind that they, like, looked at flipping this guy, I think it was, like, a full year ago. Yeah. So, th- all this stuff is and happening over, flipping like... Flipping the judge. You- yeah. Yeah. Over, like, a yeah. really long time. Yeah. Right. And s- so, he was trying
1: to flip the judge, and he wasn't succe- wasn't successful at it yet by the time CSM-12 rolls around.
2: Right. And I think he was, like, running okay. a long game, because... You don't want to be too like so. You want to be a yeah, traitor yeah, to your yeah, like yeah. you know. Right. You want to yeah, like yeah. You, you got to plant the seed. Yeah,
0: I've seen I've seen matchstick man. It takes about an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. um, and so uh, part of the part of this meeting in Reykjavik is there's like a big fancy dinner. At the end, yeah. so you know you can envision like wine being poured. Yeah. I envision a very like Game of Thrones style <laughs> yeah, yeah, meal, yeah, yeah, but yeah. with like the nerds who like Game of Thrones at the table. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so Aerith and the judge are sitting together with one of the um, with one of the game developers, who's apparently and this guy was like very interested in the meta of the game. So yeah. not just like the piracy that happens in game, but like the real world relationships. Yeah. surrounding it. And so uh, Aerith kind of is talking to the judge in front of this developer and he starts basically like describing how shitty the judge's life is to this game developer because of all these like brewing wars and conflicts. And uh, so he's- I imagine the
0: game developer probably got a little bit of money and he's like blown away. He's like, oh, you guys are, (laughs) your life is bad because of this? That's weird. I've had nothing but good stuff come out of it.
2: Yeah. And so like after an hour of this where he's kind of just like, Trashing the judges, you know, in-game position at the start of this war. And I assume they're, like, drinking wine the whole time. Who knows what they're actually drinking? But I envision a lot of (laughs) goblins. And uh, eventually he says, so, you know, you could join the goons. (gasps) (laughs) And that's the big moment where everybody's like, ooh. And this was on the judges' birthday. Oh. (gasps) So uh, a little time goes by and, uh, and basically the judge, uh, I think it must have been at that meeting that the judge agrees to flip yeah. but one, and they like kind of agreed on a price point, and they agreed that this could happen on the judge's own schedule. Yeah. so like whenever he felt like comfortable okay. and secure in his position. So everything comes to a head on September 11th) <laughs>
0: Yeah, and this is truly a day that no one will ever forget, <laughs> that ever that that will live in infamy.
2: Right, uh, yeah, this is the real September yeah, event, yeah, I feel yeah. like. Yeah.
0: Not, not that 01 bullshit.
2: <laughs> so what the judge does is uh, he hands over, um, so basically there's like a Death Star, there's all kinds of ships and like big stace, space yeah. stations, but there's uh, basically like... Death Star looking space station yeah, yeah. <laughs> called the uh, Keep Star Citadel, which is uh, which is Circle of Two's like primary piece of real estate. Okay, and uh, pretty much Our home base. Yeah, pretty much what the judge does is he like turns the keys to the castle over to the Imperium. Oh no! Oh! So, so he he betrays Circle of Two. Yeah, and he um, he like. Uh, I think he confiscated a lot of their money. So what I've read is um, he he stole 1.5 trillion ISK, uh, which is the in-game currency, which is roughly comparable to $20,000. Jesus Damn. Christ. Damn. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, so he kind of turned over the keys, and he was, like, transferring all these ships to people in the Imperium. And uh, when... Um, when Circle of Two figured out what was going on there's a great uh, there's a great quote where like uh, when they figured out what was going on they called all pilots who were able-bodied and awake <laughs> to their ships <laughs> to come
0: slam a joke, cola hop in your chair <laughs> we got
2: and like that's like you envision like the digital version of like you know when everybody's running to the, yeah. the fighter pilots in Star Wars and they're yeah. all like they're all like buckling down like yeah, yeah. for sure that moment yeah. where they're all like racing to their ships to try to defend oh Circle of Two's remaining property everybody's
0: out of breath like a Red Six by.
2: <laughs> yeah, so they're fighting this Keepstar siege but it was too late yeah, uh, yeah. the empire already had all the property. Oh, no. And so um, there's, a, there's a character we're going to meet now called uh, Gig G-I-G-X, and he was one of the uh, circle of two, like the head honchos in the circle yeah. of two. And so this is a quote from him. Uh, he says, uh, you go to sleep and in about one hour everything you've built in 14 years is gone.
3: <laughs> oh.
2: So, what happens is he wakes up the next morning and he gets so angry that on a Twitch stream he threatens to cut off the judge's hands in real life. Oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, he was then permanently banned from EVE Online. <laughs> That's fair. That's pretty
1: fair, yeah. I think. Yeah. Don't. don't. Say you're going to cut off a guy's hands on a Twitch stream.
2: Yeah, you need
0: those things to play Eve online, alright? That is That's literally. He like,
1: was like, "I'm going to cut off your gaming." And yeah, yeah.
0: He's like, "No, oh, please take my dick." <laughs> 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 I use my hands.
2: <laughs> and so um, it's interesting because I the one of the articles I was reading was talking a little bit about the fallout for the judge. Yeah. Because like kind of nobody loves a traitor. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even if you're on the even if they came over to your side, it's still something right. deeply untrustworthy. Yeah. So, like
0: in uh, in the in Game of Thrones, everybody called Jamie Lannister the Kingslayer, even though he helped them out. It's like yeah, you guys are in power now because I did that. And like, yeah, whatever, you asshole.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, for sure a moment like that where this guy, like, basically he can never... He can never have any political power yeah, in yeah. Eve Online. I think what he had done before is he secured like uh, basically like places to live for him and maybe a few allies before he turned. So he was like, here are my conditions, you know. Yeah, I um, want a penthouse <laughs> suite on your best starship. <laughs> I want beautiful alien babes. Yeah, I want, yeah. you know, whatever, billi- millions of this, uh, ISK. Yeah, this
0: is like the dude, this is like in, uh, in The Matrix when uh, when uh, Joe Pantaleona is what the hell his name is, Joey Pants, when he turns on the the whole crew and he's just eating the steak and he's like ignorance is bliss like that's the, the, the yeah, this was his little uh, deal with the devil yeah
2: yeah and so he was uh, when he was talking about um like like basically what the consequences had been for him um the judge says the worst is the relationships that are damaged or lost and of course the threats to my life <laughs> <laughs> it's the friends I yeah, lost yeah, along the way yeah. but also being in mortal danger yeah. not great either. Uh, so I at this point can I ask the question was it worth it yeah. <laughs> because that is that's something I was thinking of as I was reading about that because part of me is like obviously it's totally worth it yeah. if you want to run a video game scam do it there yeah, are no yeah. consequences
0: let's see is it—is it worth it I would say yeah obviously it's worth it I mean he, this guy's got his little, his little pad set up but if he's the kind of guy who his um What he was shooting for, it seemed like he was shooting for power. Uh, not necessarily a luxurious, kept life in a space apartment. He wanted like the, right. the power and the recognition, or
2: I think he wanted to like burn the world down, and he wanted you know, to be the guy yeah, who I, was like, "I'm going to do like yeah. the worst thing in this this universe has ever seen." Yeah,
0: yeah. I've it on very strong authority that some men just like to watch the world burn, <laughs> and uh, that, that comes down from a, a very <laughs> respected actor. But yeah, like there there could be that. Um, mm. It's it, what's crazy about worth it is like how much of that clout transfers into the real world it seems like he would only get the recognition that he wants out of that once a year in Iceland <laughs> you know, like, where people are actually gonna be like hey let me buy you a drink like
2: well I also wonder if he can even get elected to that council oh yeah, yeah that's anymore. right yeah no he's not
0: he'll never work in Iceland again
2: um, so, well that's that's
1: what I like I'm wondering is if you're thinking about whether it's worth it for that guy for the trader um, like he has recognition in this world. And he has his, little, his nice space apartment. But at the same time, he also, like like you said, nobody really trusts a traitor. But he's only really a traitor in the, in EVE yeah. Like In the rest of his life, he is not considered that way <laughs> or um, <laughs> but- treated that way. And he can like make another username and just melt back into the background of any other kind of like yeah. MMORPG, if he, yeah, I mean, yeah, if he you wants. To, if he
0: wants to... to- to you know, have, eke out a living playing some plebe game like World of Warcraft. But, you know, he got kicked out the big leagues, baby. He was in Eve Online. No, I don't know if that's how it's viewed, but
2: well, the thing I'm wondering is like I've been thinking about this a lot because of the amount of Elder Scrolls I've been playing yeah. and like the people I'm meeting, and it's like if you're at a point where you're spending more time in the video game than at work or with like people in your human life, like what happens in the video game is what happens in real life you know that's that very, that's, that's very kind true. of like your real life at that yeah. point so for this yeah. guy if you're if you're going to
1: Iceland to hang out with people from your video game that's your real life yeah. and if
2: his if his entire his like I mean I assume he was spending a lot of time every day and if that's like his whole world and his social circles and everything and he's now like this this like low the
3: like,
2: <laughs> traitor yeah. Trader who nobody trusts anymore. I'm I'm kind of like maybe it's not worth it. Yeah, no, yeah,
0: you know what? You right. I would say ultimately not worth it. And and it's like I would just love to see him like out to get a coffee somewhere in the real world and just like some like unknown barista's like, "Yeah, no, yeah, we're not serving you turn cloak." And he's like, "What? Like how would you know?" Man, that's uh, a <laughs> Yeah, that's why I guess I would say not worth it. Uh, ultimately, if you want to keep your your online, you know, gaming uh, status uh, intact, you play nice.
1: I think if you're going to betray people, you should betray people for um, real material gain and not virtual material gain.
0: Yeah, right. yeah. Because
2: I, f- I feel like that guy lost something real that he and never he replace. gained nothing real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put
1: it. Like the relationships he had were were concrete in a way that the. You know, in-game currency is not. <laughs> I would like to see. Damn! What a tragedy. Yeah. I feel like this would be a good move. Yeah.
0: Him. I would like to see the judge just sitting there, like later in life, you know, over just like you know, it is a apartment where he lives, just thinking he's like, you know, I guess it's in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. You know.
2: <laughs> he's just staring into a fire playing on his computer <laughs> <Yeah>. screen.
0: <laughs> he's watching the Netflix Christmas log video, just <laughs> drinking, drinking a, a snifter of brandy.
2: Probably yeah. like a snifter of like Red like, like yeah, Mountain yeah. Dew yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah Mountain Dew Mountain Dew mixed with Red Bull he's like I like to go a little crazy <laughs> that's wild man I yeah yeah not, not worth it and, and uh yeah the, the, the relationships you build that's all you got man that's crazy I've heard about this game before and it seems it seems daunting almost intimidating to get into
2: yeah, I do want to go play it a little bit because I'm so curious now. But I'm pretty sure I'm just immediately going to lose all my gold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't seem like a friendly environment for yeah. new players. Although Scooter, one of the way, one of his like first scams, he rescued uh, a group of new players who were stuck in a forced labor camp in the <laughs> game. <laughs> what? And, like, that was part of.
0: So, yeah, so he's a bit of like a Robin Hood character. He's he, a bit of like I, an anti hero. Like he, he, I
2: think he, yeah, I think he, or at least has done, you know, he's a stage Robin Hood.
0: Yeah, type. yeah. Man, that's so, that's, uh, that's wild. I remember hearing about a story about World of Warcraft where a virus broke out in the game, and the way it transmuted, it's still, uh, it was like some storyline they may call it the bad blood storyline, and like the pe- players would get infected, but there was a glitch to where it was like the, it would it would continue on even when your character died. So you would you people were coming like regenerating still with this virus, and it was just draining their 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 hit points or whatever. And so there was like this huge. Online, kind of like uh, a scramble that mirrored very closely how people would react in a real world outbreak. And, I, and I, if I'm not mistaken, if crack.com hasn't led me astray, that that event is still studied <laughs> by like uh, vi- vi- virologists, virologists, uh, as like a way that it transmits and like who survives and who doesn't. I've
2: heard about that. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I, there was a podcast I listened to about that. And my yeah. conspiracy brain is immediately like, yeah, it was probably somebody from the CDC who yeah. like, <laughs> <Yeah>. right, <laughs> <testing> did that. <laughs> And, yeah. Uh, actually, a fairly low stakes way to study rural, I, that viral would not viral shock
0: me in the slightest because they said like it, it it mirrored who like who survived were the people with more resources who died were the 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 poor inexperienced players with less gold and less potions and they said that like some healers were like going back into the fray and like healing people to get them out of there and it was just you know every facet of the way humans would deal with that was going on in the game like it's yeah man. That's what a what a what a strange world, man! What a strange world we live
1: in—the the video game world and the real world. Yeah, yeah, both. both yeah, and how, and mirror each other uncannily in in many ways. Yeah.
2: Thank you so much for telling us the story, Ella. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. I when I started reading about Eve Online, I immediately was like, "This is so weird and interesting."
0: yes I'm not I'm not much of a gamer I haven't played like in a long time uh, but my game that I still get down on is Grand Theft Auto and if that is any indication I should not be allowed in in any sort of online world because I I I do not handle myself well at all (laughs) so (laughs) I hope that doesn't mirror my real world uh, my real world impulses but (laughs) but you've
2: built a whole social structure outside of the game so what you do there matters less
0: Yeah, yeah 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 like if I if I kill a hooker in real life trust me it's people Get angry, <laughs> they, they, I, I get I get some emails. We'll put it that way. All right. Well, Dan, thank you very much for coming on the show, Ella. That was awesome and entertaining and informative. Uh, is there anything you like to plug? Anything you got coming up?
2: Yeah, I'd love for everybody to go uh, to Hard Drive, which is a gaming satire site, and check out the articles I've written lately. I've been doing a lot of MMORPG related satire, nice. and I, I, uh, I think if you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy checking out Hard Drive.
0: Yeah, check it out, guys. Hard awesome. Drive, and also you you have a uh, you have a lot of writing out there on the internet. I, I you shared a few reductious headlines that have cracked me up over the years. So yeah, uh, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, cool Cool. Yeah, so check out check out L- online go to hard drive uh, guys uh, Kathy got anything you want to throw out there. I think this should be out in like a weekish.
1: <laughs> yeah, if this is out by uh, the 19th and 20th I'm going to be in Austin, Texas doing kill bill with master pancake at the Ritz nice, so that sounds definitely uh, check those shows out Um The next paid protest show in New York is going to be at the end of July. Check the paid protest uh, Twitter for that. That's a stand-up comedy show that raises money for various uh, DSA and IWW working groups. And uh, I'm Kath Barbadoro on Twitter. I have WrestleSplania. I have What a Time to Be Alive. And I think that's all I have
2: to plug. All right, yeah, guys, and you can. Oh, fi- and follow me on Twitter. Yeah, follow. Yeah, you and you
0: are. Uh, What's your what at?
1: Hella
2: kale.
0: Hella kale. That's right. I love that one. Hella kale. Yeah, and uh, yeah, guys, I'm at pztx. Uh, let's see if you if you find yourself in San Angelo, Texas, on the 20th, or and if you live in my hometown of Coppers Cove, Texas, on the 18th, come on out and see me. If you see me online, you'll see where those things are at. Uh, all right, guys, well, that's what we got? Thank you for tuning in. Uh, please uh, follow everybody. Subscribe to us on Patreon. Go check us out online. Look at all the shits. Uh, do whatever you got to do, but above all, folks, remember don't get caught.
1: See you next time. Bye. Bye.
0: Ah, ah, international.